Welcome to the Superconscious Success Podcast, where Jen and her Superconscious Success family co-hosts bring you valuable content each and every week on topics relating to manifestation, spirituality, and most of all, using your superconscious to manifest success in all areas of your life. Now on to today's episode. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Just a very quick message. As I was editing this podcast, I realized that my old microphone was a little muffled. And so you'll notice that this episode was not of the best quality. But as you can see, now I've gotten a new microphone and everything will be all good from now. So I do apologize, but you do get some excellent content from this particular episode. Thank you. Hey there, Superconscious Success fam. Welcome back to another incredible interview. I am so blessed to have on my show today, the Queen of Hearts and the Queen of Self-Love, Caroline Palmy. Caroline is a powerful, intuitive healer, energy healer, and she specializes in helping women over the age of 40 release their blocks so they're able to live a life full of purpose. She's a single mum of three beautiful children, but she says are her greatest teachers, and I thoroughly agree with that. Now, Caroline resides in Switzerland, although she has lived in the UK and the USA as well. Now, although Caroline's passion is teaching others about self-love, I really want to chat to her today about angel healing, especially if she's qualified in 13 different areas of communicating with the angels. Now, after reading her story, I felt like I was literally reflecting my life. Like her, I'm an intuitive empath. I'm an earth angel. I'm a light worker. And I'm also a recovering doormat. I also had two near-death experiences, which connected me with the angels on a deeper level. Now, in this episode, we're going to go through so much amazing content about angelic healing and how you can connect with your angels and hear the message that they're sending to you. I'm so excited for Caroline to tell her her story now and to get stuck into the interview. Hey, Caroline, how are you going today? Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing great. It's uh, a beautiful 2022. It's a gorgeous (laughs) year. And... Can only be better, right? It's going to be be a great one. It's going to be a great one after a couple of years of of people changing direction and figuring out what they're going to do with their life and everything else. I think 2022 is a year that we're going to see some massive change. And we can already see that by the number of new businesses that have been started, online businesses, Um, the number of people that have quit their jobs and started working from home. Um, just in just in my circle, being able to see that many people, so it's it's pretty incredible to see the changes that are going to happen this year, and to see how our I suppose our roles in society change, because what we once knew is no longer. It is, and I think so many more people are waking up to mm-hmm. there must be more than just my everyday grit. Yeah, I'm done with the hamster wheel and what's life about you know the big questions and that's opening them up for more spirituality more connection to the angels and the realm because yeah otherwise it's a very sad life you know we don't have that connection and I know that and I know that this year it's been about as you said a lot of people are, are awakening their spirituality is, you know, starting to to rise. They're starting to become curious. Okay, so, you know, why has all this happened in the world? What is the reason behind it? Why, you know, is there a reason behind COVID coming? And, and we know that there was a reason behind it and we know that 
you know, it has awakened a lot of people and the purpose. So, um, but it has been, it has been a real experience, an experiential change for people. So I'm excited to see what 2022 brings because there's some, there's some good stuff on the way I can just tell. But I really want you to tell us your story because I was reading it on your website and I literally felt like it was reflecting myself. I looked and I went, oh, wow, this is, this is crazy because it's, it's kind of like my story. But um, you've obviously got different experiences, but having kids, we know what it's like. So, um, so go in and tell us all about you, Caroline. Yeah, I'm, I'm born and raised in Switzerland here. But as Jennifer said, I lived in, in London and also in New York for a while. I have three now adult children. And it was, yeah, the year 2008, end of two, the year 2008, when my then husband told me that he's going to leave. And for me, it was just like, wow. Mm. Okay. So that was sort of a big stop and a big, and then I just kept going, just keeping it up for my then very young children. And I soon realized, oh, it's easier <laughs> and, and so I just I just learned so much about emotional abusive relationship yeah. that I'm an empath I mm -hmm. was I was told for I was I was just turning 40 then and I was told I'm too sensitive mm -hmm. and I'm not good enough because I'm not up here I'm always in my heart and I thought oh something is truly wrong, wrong with me you know I have to toughen up only to learn that I'm an empath and also an introvert. So I never felt comfortable among lots of people and I drained me. And mm. yeah, my sisters and my mom, they're all extra, extrovert. extra mm -hmm. extroverts. And, and for me, it's sort of like another thing is deeply wrong with me. But learning to accept these parts of who I truly am, mm. not having to fit in, not having to find my space was really, really loving. And I know that, I think it was March 2009, I was sitting in my living room and I was sort of, the books are not mine, the paintings are not mine, the rocks are not mine, the furniture are not mine. And I looked around and I said sort of, what's mine? What's mine? How? Who am I? Yeah. I realized that I just taken over. It's okay. He can get the books. He can get the music. He can get the posters. He can get the furniture. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't have a choice, or I didn't mind so much. And I thought, sort of, but who am I? And I realized I, I was bending over backwards just to make this marriage work to please that. Uh, husband and and also I could sense that there is deep sadness and I hoped or thought if I could love him more I could heal him but of course that um, can never happen yeah. you know it always needs both you know mm -hmm. so um recovering from that reconnecting with myself and and I was I was just turning 40 in 2009 and I've been with that man since I was 20. So half my life back yeah. then. And I had to sort of go to my teenage years. What, what kind of music did I like? Because 
I lost, I lost, you lost, the sense, you lost a part of yourself, didn't you? Exactly. Yeah. And, and all that reconnecting and, and that truly helped me getting through that whole divorce stuff and, and learning to stand up for myself, mm -hmm. you know, and it, it's truly a gorgeous, gorgeous journey. And later I had a, a relationship with another man and I was so happy and so in love. And yeah, that ended too. <laughs> and at the end there, I just realized that, oh, I am unlovable. No one loves me, oh, you know. Yeah. And I realized that I am only, I've only ever felt loved when I was in a relationship. Mm. And hence me staying in unhealthy relationships. In a toxic relationship. Long yeah. Because you just you just want to feel loved. And I thought sort of, but I'm so needy of love. I'm so needy of outside love. That can't be true. So then the journey to go within and find that love within. Yeah, like accepting myself, embracing myself and loving myself. And, and through that, I also gained some self worth because I always thought sort of I'm, I'm not good enough mm -hmm. you know yeah I, I all learned that and and by that time my kids were a bit older and yeah as the universe goes you know if you don't listen to the nudges it gives I you know a yeah <laughs> and I went ice skating someone bumped into me and I had a pretty bad fall oh, yeah. back on my head and I was lying on that ice and in so much pain, my head hurt and I had the electricity go up and down my legs and arms. And I thought, oh, and, and they carried me off the ice and my kids still remember how much blood was on the ice. And I thought, sort of, oh gosh, but I had a concussion and a whiplash and it was the time I could just do nothing, nothing yeah, nada, nothing. And then friends brought around dinner for the kids and I, and I was just lying in bed and I, I felt so bad. And I said, so, but those painkillers, I mean, the doctors told me, I'll take the painkillers, take some time, and then it's going to go. And I said, oh, yeah, but this just makes me nauseous. And I've said, yeah. there must be other things. There must be other things. So I asked around and I said, oh, EFT. I said, oh, mm -hmm. what's that? Okay, Love it's, uh, for the ones that don't know, it's emotional freedom technique, it's the tapping, you know. So I studied that. I learned all about that. And pranic healing is someone else said, I said, oh, what's that? Okay, it's like prana, like the mm -hmm. chi. And pranic healing goes also with the chakra and, and the senses. So I learned all that. I was really going dive deep into learning because I just love that I experienced it as a healing on me yeah when I had my whiplash and it helped so much and I said oh I, I, I want to know more I want to love to learn that and so I studied those and um, I was also already really interested in uh, it was Diana Cooper she was in Zurich mm -hmm. and I visited a webinar and I, ju I just loved the angels and the funny thing is my mom always brought me little angel figurines and everything. I was like, mm -hmm. oh gosh, mom, of the angels. I mean, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I was still there. But it was, of course, she already knew I needed to connect to my angels. And the, so 
then during that pranic healing is very structured. So you have a guideline you have to work with. This, if you have sort of, let's say you work for a cold, you know, a mm-hmm. head cold or something, then you have the protocol, you have to go step one to 10 something with these chakra, with this color and then, and, and. and it wasn't allowing leeway. And when I worked with, with clients, I already saw so much more. I saw rose petals and I said, yeah. oh, look at the kidney. I think you have to check out the kidney and things like these that weren't in the protocol. So for me, it was too strict. And I really yeah. wanted to dive into that intuition. And so I learned about angelic healing because that was, and I was sort of, wow, this is it, exactly that letting my intuition guide connect with the angels and, and all of that. And I mean, with reading all those books, I had many fabulous experiences with my daughter when she couldn't breathe with another pneumonia. And I just had my hands so hot and lying in my bed, I thought sort of, I can't go down to her. It would, it would go. And I just imagined holding her front and back on, on her chest and, and just let that energy go through her with Archangel Raphael, of course. And yeah, she stopped coughing and she slept all night. And then she never had a new pneumonia since because she had on and off pneumonias all her life. So that was really great. That's powerful. And, yeah. And I so, so loved that. And I'm, yeah, my work is always with the angels with the realm with mother earth with the universe you know it's that all combination i stopped calling it angelic healing because i feel it restricts me in another way or i was even hiding behind the angels just like the angels do you know so i say oh yeah no i just wanted to um while you're on that topic because when you look at it and you know the angels you know, I've done that work with Raphael too. Um, but the angels, we have so many other divine creatures, divine entities like our higher self, the starters, um, that plays a part as well. So I understand what you mean when you say that I stopped calling it that because you want to be able to move outside of, of that. And they all work together to, to help to create that healing. So, yeah, I just wanted to point that out. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and yeah, I was hiding a bit behind the angels. Mm. I wasn't, it wasn't me. And so I call it now heart flow healing because and I love that. Flow of the heart mm-hmm. because we are all actually love is our true essence. You know, yes. we came from love. We are going back to love. And here on earth, we're sort of in one or another way, we are all looking for love. We essentially. are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so and unfortunately, a lot of us look for it outside of ourselves and we don't actually find it within ourselves. And, of course, you're not going, nobody else is going to be able to love you if you don't love yourself. That's just the, that's just the way that it is. So, yeah, exactly. And also what I learned, I mean, I always, always loved my children. But when I started to love myself and come from that deep, grounded love within, mm. It was amazing the difference 
the love I felt for my kids. It's just on a whole new level, yeah. you know? So it's, yeah, unless you truly love yourself, you can't truly love someone else, even though we think we do. Yeah. It's just not, it's just not the right thing. No, exactly, exactly. Wow, that's that's quite a story, Caroline. You've got a lot of a lot of experience with the angels. Now we're going to start off by by you going over a little bit about what intuition is, um, and how can we define the difference between an intuitive healer and the angelic healer? Um, because I think they are both connected. But um, yeah, so just explain a little bit to the listeners about what intuition is. Intuition is the inner knowing, is the inner wisdom. Mm -hmm. And to differentiate a sort of like intuition is always like big opening and it's mm -hmm. always very quick. It's sort of the first thing you get. And then our mind comes, yeah, but it can't, you know. Yeah. Or for example, if you meet someone and you have the first notch, it's like, Oh yeah, don't like and that. Then say, yeah. yeah, but he's he's or she is a friend of my friend, so they like him. I should like him, you know. It's yeah. it's so and most of the time, most, yeah, most of the time it always works out that if you go against your intuition, then you know you're gonna end up in trouble. That's just the way that it is. That's it, that's it, and that's sort of that's inner knowledge and and the other thing is later and sometimes more closing or up. So that's our brain mind working. So intuition is that also that inner trust, you know, mm -hmm. that little voice that tells us it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's that, that knowledge that there must be more to life than just working 12 hours a day for endless years and it's also that um yeah that inner knowledge that tells you you know that wants a little more or um sends you in the right direction or sometimes it's intuition that you already know when the phone is calling who that could be yeah. or other things is like I just had with a friend in the States I had hadn't had contact for maybe six years and I just thought I couldn't write to her I hope her email still works because she's not on social media there are people like this and I love them dearly and I, I sent her an email she said oh I've been thinking about you too yeah. so it's that you know that that connection, that connection. yeah absolutely and I think that I know that with myself um as you as you become um more spiritually aware and you start to go through the awakening I have what I call as downloads and so these are like downloads from the universe, downloads from the angel, downloads that super conscious success. The whole purpose behind that is about you connecting with that higher part of you, with that higher self, um, our super conscious. And so often I'll be driving along and all of a sudden it, these downloads just start happening and they, they just flow in and I go, wow, where the heck did that come from? And so they'll be kind of like, as you said, like knocks from the universe. They're kind of like, are you listening? Are you listening to what I'm saying? And then I'll often reply and go, for Pete's sake, I don't even have a pen. What am I supposed to do with this? 
you know, when you've got nothing around, you're, you're driving along or you're on a walk or, you know, and it's like, oh, for Pete's sake. But this is where a lot of my ideas start to come from <laughs> is these intuitive messages. Um, and this is, this is what I wanted to get into a little bit because the angels are really big with sending us messages and we will often miss those messages. And I want you to just, um, on a personal note, lately, um, I've been getting a lot of angel numbers, like like crazy lot of angel numbers, especially 1111. They are just, every time I look at the clock, every time, like I turned to my oven the other day and it said 1111. Yeah, I go on to, um, I look at the fuel gauge, it's 111. And I'm going, what the heck is going on here? So can you explain a little bit about these angel numbers and how they can sort of give you a little bit of a hint as to, you know, as to maybe a direction you have to move towards or what the biggest focus is, what the messages are the angels are trying to get to us? Um, maybe as an example, mm -hmm. I share an example I had, yeah, maybe two, three months ago. Um, I saw 11-11 a lot of times, yeah, like mm -hmm. you on the clock everywhere. And I saw, okay, the angels are with me. That's sort of like a sure sign the angels are with me. Mm -hmm. And then I had a really bad um, uh, information coming yeah. to me. And I was like, oh, gosh, no, no, no. And then I was, I had a massage client. And, and then I said to the angels, okay, if I see 11-11, I know it's going to be okay. Mm -hmm. We, we yeah. can ask the angels. So I massaged, 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 and then I looked up, and it was 11-11, and I had to laugh out loud. And luckily, it was, was a good friend of mine, yeah. also an angel lover. She said, what are you laughing about? I said, so, the angels just sent me a sign. You won't believe this. You know, I was in this deep trouble. I was so fearful. I didn't know whether it's going to work out. And I told them, okay, let me know if I'm still on the right path and show me 11-11. And I looked up and she said, and it was. <laughs> it was. So 11-11 is sort of like the basic, I am with you. Yeah. We support you. I mean, 22, 22, 44, 44, you know. They're all gorgeous, gorgeous angel numbers. And I mean, I'm born on 8-8, so ah, <laughs> it's, easy, it's easy in the States, you know, here in Switzerland, we have day and month, and in the States, you have month and day, so I could never mix it up. It's always the same, <laughs> but it's also, you know, it's it's that, that connectedness. There mm. is a higher power. We are supported. We are, yeah, the angels are with us, and I think especially now, yeah, with the whole last two years and now what's going on here in Europe, in Ukraine, the angels are really close and telling us we are here. We yeah. are here. We are supporting you. And yeah, because that's it, might, it might not be the direct way, but things work out. Maybe not the way you think, because we can't even conjure up the solutions they have for us but we are supported and everything is going to be all right. So and I hope I answered that yeah. question with the numbers. Yeah, absolutely. And the thing is that I tend to see it the most if I am worried about something or if something is on my mind. 
and then all of a sudden I'll turn around and it's just kind of like, or I'll see white feathers and in the strangest of places and I'll go, okay, my angels are with me. Uh, everything's going to be okay. They're answering my, my messages um, and, and I love it. Like I can, I can go outside and I'll go for a walk through the park and um, my husband just smiles and he picks up every feather that he sees because, you know, it's, um, I have a whole collection of them of all different colours and, of course, we know with feathers they all, they all represent something different. Um, they all represent, you know, there are some colours that are sent to you for love, some colours that are sent to you for abundance. Um, so those and the other signs that I tend to get a lot are butterflies. And these are, if I'm in a very high-spirited place, if I'm meditating or I'm at my favourite park, my husband and I go for a walk and we sit in our favourite park and I'll see a lot of butterflies. Like they will just mm -hmm. fly past mm -hmm. me or um, even come so close as to almost touch me. Um, mm -hmm. So what, what do they sort of play? Like does the angels just find lots of different things that kind of resonate with each individual person to be able to, to send that message? Yes, definitely. And I, um, for me, sometimes feathers and butterflies and even coins, yeah, coins are, yes, connected, connected to the angels, but also to past loved ones. Mm -hmm. You know, um, sometimes when I see a special butterfly, I think, oh, that's my father sending yeah. me a message. I mean, butterflies, they are so beautiful, so gentle and so uplifting. I mean, yeah. I, I, I don't know a person who doesn't smile when <laughs> she sees a butterfly. This is just uplifting, like rainbows, rainbows too. Oh, you yeah. know, this is sort of that. Oh, it just paused. Oh, it doesn't send me doesn't, the person doesn't send me a message says have you picked up have you found coins lately she says yeah I says oh, that was the sign because it's it's like listening to the angels you know we can sort of hear them in the inner ear as a voice yeah. or see them or something and that's how intuition works who sense it or no and sometimes people focus on one thing I want to see an angel yeah. And they, they don't even realize or because they're shutting off all the other channels because they are so focused on seeing, mm. they miss the messages they get as a voice or as a sense or as an inner knowing. And, and yeah, it's the same with science. If we are focusing on just one sign, you know, yeah. sometimes it can be a sign, for example, when I seven years ago when I was on my very first podcast interview I was so nervous you know and then I said okay angels send me a sign and then there came a moving van or a van and it was Gabriel stood out there and that was the company's name I said okay Archangel Gabriel you helped me speak perfect and then I could relax and sometimes it's even yeah a street sign or in music yeah For me, some you get messages Exactly. And then just, you're only human. And I was like, oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Song will often come on and you'll go, oh, that message was just for me. And talking, but, you know, we're talking about coins. And 
my husband and I, we went out for the day today and all of a sudden I get onto the train and I go up and I go up to sit in my favourite seat and sitting on, sitting on the um, seat is about five or six different coins. And it's just like those, it's just like they've just been dropped there. And I went, oh, cool. Thank you, universe. <laughs> it's always to me, it's always a sign. Okay, there's more on its way. So um, so it's it's kind of like a real um it's it's exciting. Once you can actually start to listen to what they have to say and you know, and to to be able to communicate on a deeper level, you've got to be open to this. So if somebody is not yet 100% sure how would they become more open to it and and actually connect with their angels i mean i would say sit quietly mm -hmm. meditate yep go for a walk in nature because they are yes. really close to to the universe mm -hmm. um, or sometimes even at night look at the moon or stars just be mesmerized by it and, and be open. Like I said, don't focus on something. Just go out there and say, okay, I am just open to receive yeah. any, anything in any form and, and take that time because sometimes we, we go for some, please help, please help, please help. And we say that over an hour and we don't stop and listen it's like me having a conversation but i would be constantly speaking and asking you something and continue speaking i wouldn't hear your answer or insight exactly because you're not they, yeah exactly you're not open so um and connect maybe also with crystals yeah if you love crystals i mean i i my rose quartz is my self-love quartz yeah you can also with I love oracle cards, mm -hmm. you know, you can dive into them or yeah, just sit quietly in a garden or anywhere and just just be. And I think the other thing is do something joyful. Yes. Like maybe remember as a child, you maybe just lay on the ground and observe the clouds or because they love to they love to be around they love to be around joy that's that's the thing exactly. and they they will appear mm -hmm. if you're in that state of joy it's just um and i think we do need to be open and recognize that they are there it's it's mm -hmm. and i have had a number of people on my podcast that have spoken about angels because it's it's something that i i love and what what we were talking about is that we know of the angels, you know, Raphael and Gabriel and um, Uriel and Michael and all of them. We know about them. But there are hundreds of thousands of other angels, working angels, that are there to help us whenever anything's going wrong. So we've had, you know, I know I've done it myself where, you know, I've got technical issues or there's computer issues or something and I've called upon the computer angel or whatever you want to call it um to be able to help you out so you know it's and and i've had people say oh well how do you know what the name of the angel is well the angels don't care what you call them 
They really don't. Exactly. It's and you yeah. don't have to know who to call. No. You just say, please angels help me. And they yep. know exactly the right Exactly who to who to direct towards yeah. towards that. <laughs> um, so it's it's quite miraculous and I think that we can we can really learn a lot from it. Um, and you can start to live in the flow of life if you start to just relax about about all of this and and mm-hmm. ask them for help now i there was one other thing i wanted to cover with you which um because i have absolutely loved this conversation um as you can tell i'm very passionate about it um but being an empath we talked about being an empath and being an empath although it can be really difficult at times because like you said i'm also an introvert and I'm also um, an empath. And so my husband will often, I'll be at a party and I'll just nick off and he'll know, okay, she needs to recharge because as an introvert, um, other people's energy and an empath together, other people's energy can drain you. And for those that, you know, don't understand about, about empaths or um, we feel, we feel other people's energy um, quite deeply, and we tend to take on other people's energies. And so we have to recharge. And if we don't recharge, then we go like this. <laughs> and so my husband will often go, um, okay, she's out by the pool. She's recharging. She's she's all good. She'll be back in, in 10 minutes. Um, but there is such a thing in, in our lives as empaths that we call energy vampires, or we call people that are just naturally will drain you. Um, and the angels are really good at helping to cut the cords that are associated with these this energy sucking or um, this, this lack of energy. Now, can you explain to our listeners exactly what cord cutting is, why it's really important that we do it, and how the angels can help us with that? Because there are a number of different ways that we can do it. Um, you know, through visualization, through a lot of different things, but the angels are really good at doing that. So, um, explain a little bit about it and why it is important that we do that, especially if you're dealing as an empath. Yeah. Um, so when you just connect, even in the supermarket, just mm-hmm. with a person, you have sort of like a, a little, little, maybe hairline energy Lord. cord connected, and um. Or sometimes even on a person you think, out goes mm-hmm. the energy cord. And the more you think about it or the more it just gets bigger and bigger. And of course, the bigger it gets, the more energy can drain from your system. And it's, it's not so much that other people consciously... No, it's not a conscious thing. your energy. It's just like, oh, or you have... Maybe you also have friends that... Mm-hmm. They love to be with you and you have a time, but after two, three hours, you go like, (laughs) yeah, I've had that. (laughs) And, and you feel like, okay, um, something is not right here, you know? And they always say, oh, it's so great to be with you. I love to see you again. And you go, (laughs) they feel great, don't they? (laughs) They feel great because they've just zapped you of your energy. (laughs) So they're happy. And, and so first of all, be careful with who you meet and listen to your own intuition, intuition. (laughs) whether that's good to connect or whether that's maybe Mm. every other year or so, you know, Um, so to cut those cords and the good 
most important part is that love, the court of love can never be severed. So I do it with, I mean, the youngest is just turned 18. He's still sort of a teenager, but especially as moms with teenager, you know mm-hmm. how draining they are. Absolutely. <laughs> so don't be afraid to cut the cords because it just cutting the cords is just like taking a shower or going for a car wash and then just the bright sparkly love is there without all the dust or or the other mm, annoying yeah. things that come up and I love I just love to call on Archangel Michael and imagine I do too he's my favorite to just go around on all sides you know I cut the cords and and then I sort of let uh, water wash over me to just go it all out mm-hmm. because even with my clients I even have Archangel Raphael to pull out the ends of the cords it's like okay. it's like um like weed pulling out weed out of the system so it's really clean and oh, I love and that clean. yeah yeah and it's just yeah and so this is yeah, so this is something that's really important. Like you said, if you've got teenagers or if you've got if you've got kids and, and you're feeling like you're really drained around them, you're feeling like at the end of the day you're just ready to collapse, uh, it's really important maybe every morning that you do a cord cutting, uh, every time you go to bed, anytime you're feeling like you're drained, um, do a cord cutting, ask the angels to come in. Just you know, visualize, you can visualize this cord cutting, like you said, it's, and then, and then bring in the angels to help you to release it. So I think that's really, um, really an important point for those parents out there that um, are going through this, because we know our little ones have their own stuff going on. And they, um, you know, it's probably a good thing for them to do too. And they know how to push our buttons. Yeah, (laughs) totally. (laughs) 100 pence, 100 (laughs) percent. So, um, wow. Okay. Well, that's that's cool. And I think it's it's definitely something, especially if you're an empath and you're finding that you are you're drained. Um, then it's definitely something worth doing. So, thank you. That is amazing. Is there anything else you would like to like to tell us about the angels and um, and you know how they can help us because we are we are so blessed to have them around us. And you know, and the thing is, the angels are very. They're very good. They don't need you to believe. They're there for you whether you do or not. So it's it's like, you know, whether you're whether you're a believer, um, they're still there to help you because when it comes down to it, the angels, pure love. That's all it is. It's pure light. Mm-hmm. It's pure love. Um, and so it's important that we understand that it's not about, you know, oh, I'm a good person, I'm a bad person, you know, why would they help me? Um, but, you know, if, if I ask them to help me, they're not going to be able to help anybody else. One thing I did learn from the other, one of the other podcasts I did was that um, they can be in so many different places at once that you're never, you're never stepping on anyone else's toes. Um, so if you need anything, you just ask. In there, right, Caroline? Absolutely. And especially if you're worrying about someone, why not stop that worrying and just 
sent them the angels and ask what I did with my teenagers sort of ask their guardian I've done angels. that. We yeah. all have guardian angels to look after them and maybe and let your worry go Michael and and then let the worry go because otherwise we we send that energy of the worry of might what might happen there and we all know wishes can come true you know well yeah and I remember that when yeah and I remember that when um you know when my daughter was going through some stuff at school and I would often I'd send her to school but I would put like I'd ask Archangel Michael to put a protection around her for that for that particular day and it made a massive difference just the you know and I, and then you let it go and like you said you don't want to spend your whole life worrying about another person trust they've got their own you know they've got their higher selves looking after them they've got their guardian angels looking after them we've got to trust in that yeah and trust in life and that we all have to go through certain experiences mm-hmm. to become who we were meant to be and yeah yeah the Good or bad. Here. <laughs> exactly ask them i love mother mary to mm-hmm. help us heal the heart you know and uh, also of course archangel Azrael if if we're grieving and and love to connect with our past loved one or just mm. help us through the process and yeah there are so many more angels and just just play with them and there's also the fairies and the yep. unicorns and the mermaids and everything so just explore and and yeah yeah and don't See what opportunities on, are on open. angel exactly just just play with them and if you don't get insights ask before you go to bed mm-hmm. if you have a problem maybe that's when they'll come in your dreams in dreams exactly yeah they're always around that even if you don't feel them or realize that they're, they're still here and the more and the more that you practice and the more that you connect then the more that you're going to hear those messages and the more you're going to feel it like sometimes i'll literally be sitting there and i'll start to feel like this stuff on my shoulders um and it's kind of like your guardian angels wrapping their wings around you and you can kind of you can kind of almost feel it happening, which is really cool when that when that sort of happens. Um, some people will see them. Some people will um, you know see the colours of the angels. Other people hear them. So just remember, everybody's different, and and how you connect is what's going to um, it's going to be individual. So, um, but definitely practice it. And I think, I think Caroline has brought so much important information today that is going to help you to, it, it kind of brings you that sense of peace, doesn't it? It brings you that sense of, ah, I'm all right. And that trust, trust yeah. in life and uh, yeah, inner peace and calm. And we can all do that because we only have the present moment. If yeah. we keep worrying or still in pain of the past and the angels can help us with releasing the past and and also guide us mm-hmm. let yourself be guided on your path especially if you're wondering what's my next step get yep. inspired absolutely that is awesome caroline thank you so much for that now can you let our listeners know what are you up to at the moment how can they get in touch with you do you do angel healing do you do distance angel healing What's what's happening in that regard? 
Yes, you can contact me through my website. It's carolinepalmy.com. You feel free to do the self-love quiz or a sign up as a freebie to Mother Earth, Mother Gaia meditation mm -hmm. or anything. I do distance healing and I have what's really great is I have that package of 12 sessions we first start with healing releasing the past mm -hmm. then we are opening our hearts then yes. we prioritize ourselves and then we emerge and evolve into the person we were always, always meant, meant to be, be. and yeah. that's hope and there's always hope and that's a wonderful way to go deep one-on-one -on -one each week because I've done single sessions they are great they're amazing people feel calm people feel free but it's not the transformation exactly yeah. it's not the transformation you can get from a 12-week one-on-one personalized healing and uh, love love to see you there love to connect with you I'm also on Instagram and uh, happy happy to connect awesome. and let me know that you came came yeah. through this podcast <laughs> absolutely and and all of that information is going to be in the show notes um so and this will be on both youtube and audio so remember listeners to make sure that you subscribe to the channel and um head across to your favorite podcast player where you're going to be able to listen to this episode again and listen to it over and over again so that you can really start to learn to connect with those angels and to hear the messages that you're needing to hear so thank you so much for being with us today caroline it was lovely i've thoroughly enjoyed it and um and i'll be sure to speak to you shortly thank you so much for having me <laughs>